Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode five of the Behind the Backstretch podcast, podcast brought to you by the Backside Learning Center at Churchill Downs. I'm your host, Andrew Crum, and I'm excited to be back. We have had a very exciting summer filled with racing at the track and also some very exciting programming at the Backside Learning Center. For this episode of Behind the Backstretch, I am joined by our program's director, Lauren DeGeorge, as she talks to us about kind of her journey to the Backside Learning Center, kind of her unique background, and um, her experience seeing, you know, the growth of the programming here at the Backside Learning Center. And then we will be able to hear from Bertila Quinteros, who is a groom here at Churchill Downs, who was recently featured in the magazine Today's Woman. And in this conversation, she details kind of her journey to the United States, um, her experiences as a woman working on the backside, and how the BLC, you know, helped her along that journey. So, without further ado, here is Programs Director Lauren DeGeorge. Lauren, how are you today? Hi, Andrew. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Doing well. So, could you kind of delve a little bit into your background before you started working here at the Backside Learning Center? Sure. Um, so it's a little bit um, unconventional, I think. So my background is in elementary education. I taught in JCPS for a couple of years, and then I lucked out and found a job teaching third grade in Ecuador. And so I was there for a couple of years and um, learned some Spanish, still not you know, fluent by any means, but I can, I can get my way around and get my point across. Um, and then when I returned back to Louisville, I really wasn't sure if I wanted to continue to be in a general ed classroom. And so I was just looking for other opportunities. And I also was hoping to find a, a job where I could maybe work with students for a longer span of time have more of an impact because the one year that you're with a student in a classroom really does fly by and sometimes you really feel like you're not ready to move on um, because the students have to build new relationships with their new teachers and you have to build new relationships with your students and it's like you're moving on right at that time when you feel like you actually have the relationship built for really good learning to happen. Yeah. So uh, you know, I was just looking for jobs and uh, stumbled upon the Backside Learning Center, and uh, Sherry gave me a shot um, running the after-school program and, and expanding programming to families, um, so adult English classes for parents with simultaneous programming for their children, which prior to that, really the Learning Center only provided programming on-site at the racetrack, and um, that limited the people who could access programming um, because children aren't allowed on the backside. Um, and so uh, mothers and parents were really restricted for uh, being able to participate. Mm-hmm. So you kind of answered my second and third <laughs> question a little bit, but what is your, I guess, current role as it is today at the Backside Learning Center? Yeah. So at, like over the years, as we expanded, I just kind of took on more mm-hmm. um, and I oversee all of our programming currently, Um, and so that's adult programming and youth programming, Um, and we've expanded more with social services, and we've, you know, finally uh, were able to hire a social worker, so she's really handling more of that, and so I can focus more on um, the educational programming, and then also since I've um, 
been at the Learning Center for over seven years. My focus now is also trying to make sure that our small organization that has grown quite a bit has the um, foundation, the infrastructure needed in order to be sustainable. You kind of mentioned how you've, you've been here since, maybe not the exact beginning, but how have you kind of seen the programs expand? You know, how, what kind of growth have you seen in the programs of the BLC since you've been here? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> so I, I didn't see much of the Learning Center before I started. And so when I started, <laughs> we expanded initially right when I started to families. <clears throat> and what I saw was that we had a English class of three to five moms and an, like a homework help room for maybe five to ten kids. And over the years, I've just seen that program expand exponentially. You know, so many of the parents and the moms have been really hungry for opportunities for themselves and for their children to get new experiences, build positive social relationships, have access to learning opportunities, get support in so many different ways that um, it's just really spread through word of mouth and a, a really strong community has, you know, been, uh, been growing over the past few years. Um, and then our English program has grown quite a bit. We really have, um, experimented with the type of curriculum that we've used, tried to utilizing um, language that is accessible and appropriate for the racetrack workers um, geared towards some of the language that they use in the barn and really trying to make it accessible for students, adult students who don't have a lot of formal education and may not be familiar with the way the U.S. teaches a language. And so really trying to come at it creatively. Um, and that's been really really cool to watch. And then, like I mentioned, our social services programs, our case management has expanded a lot. Um, we've really become this place in the community where you can show up with a question or like not even knowing what question to ask, but a safe place, a welcoming place where if you need support in some way, we can be that first location um, to seek support. And so uh, we've really been able to provide a lot more of those uh, case management services and connections to resources out in the, to the community. Yeah. And I think that's even when I first started working here, just noticing just like the welcoming community and kind of just the creative means, which I, which I think the whole office kind of operates on a daily basis. There's always a new way to accomplish something, I feel like, every day here. Um, so while working at the Backside Learning Center, what do you think are some maybe memorable or impactful experiences that you've had? Gosh, that's like a really tough question. Yeah, yeah, you can think of, yeah, you can take a second to think about it. There have just been so many fun experiences and I've been so lucky f having been involved for so, for so many years that I've gotten to participate in so many different areas of the organization. Um, you know, we we used to have before before the pandemic, and I'm hoping we get to come back to it this um, 2022 holiday season. But we usually have a, um, a a winter holiday celebration with our family program, and it's just magical. Like the parents all come together and cook this incredible 
spread of food from all different countries. Um, the kids are having fun playing games. We get to recognize parents and kids who have demonstrated a lot of, you know, um, motivation or leadership in the community. We give out gifts and lots of books. And that's just been a really fun tradition. Um, but you know, when we, when I first started here, we were really small and we just really did so many things. Like I just remember, um, after English classes were over, starting up a game of dominoes with the English students and staying at work until nine or nine thirty because we had this really intense game of dominoes going on or a card game, um, or being kind of obsessed with completing a puzzle and really just like hanging out with the the community members to to spend positive time because sometimes this work um from my observation and just experience with them can really sometimes just be lonely and mm -hmm. and full of empty idle time so it's it's fun to have participated in little things like that um and then i think i've really gotten to accomplish what i said earlier that I wanted to do in taking a different route with education and that I see some of the kids that were the first participants that I worked with and they're still involved and they're graduating high school and they're going to college or they're getting, um, you know, going to trade schools or even, you know, finding jobs here at the racetrack. And it's just really neat to still be involved yeah. and really, some of them still call me randomly for some sort of just random support that they are like, oh, I know who I can call. I can call Lauren and she'll help me figure this out. And so for me, that just feels special that I've gotten to, to be a part of um, such a such a unique community that um, feels comfortable, you know, asking for help or, or reaching out to me. Absolutely. So once again, thank you so much uh, for joining. Just one final question. Kind of um, on that same side of it, you know, with some of these community members that you've been working with for years, uh, are there any students in particular that kind of stand out to you or people who maybe you've worked with and are still reaching out to you now or that you still kind of have that close relationship with? Yeah. Um, so when I first started and we were opening up our after school program, the kids that were mostly coming were elementary school and maybe middle school, but uh, you know, the parents were bringing them. So the younger kids didn't have as much of a choice as the older kids. But we had a few middle and high school kids that would come around. And um, I built a unique relationship with them because we were really small. And I could kind of lean on them sometimes as like volunteers and support. Um, so there was one uh, middle schooler that was like that. And I still am working with her. And her mom, Bertila, has been as involved as as a parent can be in her child's education, in her child's enrichment, and then in her own personal, like, development and, um, and you know, curiosity. And so Bertila and Evelyn have been this, like, solid example for how to take advantage of resources and, and opportunities and what that can do in the long run. Um, they've participated in all of our youth programming. They're staples in our um, community events. Evelyn's in college now. She often calls me and asks me if I can be a reference. 
um, she shows up, uh, Evelyn will show up and, and play kind of a, um, almost like a caretaker role with some of our younger kids. And Bertila really plays this wonderful example of what hard work in your professional life, because she's a groom here at the racetrack and she has been for, I think, over 20 years, mm-hmm. uh, what that can do and how that can pay off, but also what it, what that kind of work ethic and dedication to growing um, having that like learner's mindset can do in your personal life as well. Her English is incredible. I've just like, I'm so proud of her for how she has worked to, to improve her English. Um, and then also she, she spreads the word, like the number of people that she brings to the learning center saying like, Hey, you can get some support here if you need it or if you want it and it's welcome. Exactly. And you will be able to hear from Bertila in just a couple of moments uh, on this very podcast. Once again, thank you so much, Lauren, for uh, joining the podcast. It's been interesting for, for me to learn about, you know, kind of what led you to the Backside Learning Center, but just how um, everything has, has grown since you've been here. So thank you once again. Yeah, thank you, Andrew. Now joining the Behind the Backstretch podcast, we have Bertila Gunteros. Bertila, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well today. It's uh, not quite as hot as it was yesterday. I think it was the first time in Louisville that it's been over 100 degrees in 10 years. So that's not fun at all. Uh, We also are joined by communications coordinator Peyton Hobson. Hello, everyone. Friend of the podcast. Second time. She's a two-time guest on the podcast here. So popular. So popular. Well, anyway, Bertila, you were actually most recently featured in Today's Woman, um, which is a very popular magazine. Uh, what was that kind of experience like? And what was it like, you know, seeing yourself featured in the magazine? Oh, well, that's amazing. Yeah, they took good pictures. And the lady asked me um, many questions. I can answer mm-hmm. all the questions by I'm trying to answer. But I'm so excited. Yeah, it was it was really amazing to see, you know, reading that article. And I thought it was a really good piece. And I really liked a lot of your answers. Um, especially about you doing the Zumba at the BLC. I've heard, I saw yeah. that. I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing that happened. But apparently it is. So, um... How long, you know, kind of shifting to kind of your background, how long have you been in the United States? Oh, well, like, my daughter, she's 20 right now, like uh, 22, maybe, mm-hmm. 22 years. When I came, I can't speak any English. Mm-hmm. Now, not fluent, but mm-hmm. I'm trying. No, you're, you're doing great. Sometimes I'm saying, oh, I'm speaking very good English. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I can't. I know it's a little hard, but I'm trying. So, where are you initially from? I'm from Santa Rosa, Guatemala. And then, when you uh, first arrived in the United States, you know, how did you get involved in horse racing? Did you work at any other tracks before Louisville? No, um, I have a family here. That's why I am involved in Churchill Downs. Okay. Anyways, I'm growing in my country, like in a little farm. My parents, they have, you know, a couple cows, a couple horses, many other animals. Mm-hmm. That's why I like work. 
with animals. Like working with the animals. Yes. Like that. So what are your um, specific responsibilities with the animals at the track? I'm grooming. Mm-hmm. I am grooming. Um, I'm grooming five, four horses every day. What, what is it like doing four or five horses a day? Can that kind of be stressful a little bit or is it... Sometimes, you... <laughs> like uh, when the weather is too hot. Yes. Yeah. Like now. Yeah, like now, exactly. Like now. And as a groom, you know, there are not a lot of, you know, female grooms um, in Churchill Downs. So is it... Are there any difficulties kind of being a groom as a woman or... Yeah, it's a little difficult because, you know, you need to lift all heavy things. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's uh, not many, but mm-hmm. more than when I'm start grooming. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So you, you don't see women to grooming because it's a hard work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but right now you see more ladies to grooming. It's a hard work. The... Mm-hmm. <laughs> The worst part for me is get up very early in the morning every day. Yeah, getting yeah. up. How how early do you have to get up for your job typically? Like three thirty in the morning. There are we some start oh, like yeah. four o'clock in the morning. There, every every day. There there's some times when I wake up at like I go to bed at three thirty <laughs> in the morning, <laughs> let alone waking up at three thirty in the morning. I couldn't imagine. Shifting a little bit to um, kind of your involvement with the Backside Learning Center. You know, how has the BLC kind of helped you and your daughter's journey a little bit? Oh, yeah. They helped me a lot, a lot. Because, you know, when my daughter started school, like in kindergarten, mm-hmm. I can speak any English. I can help her with the homework. And the people in the learning center, they help us with her homework and they teach me English. And now I'm saying, oh, I'm speaking a good English. <laughs> but I need to learn more. I know that. <laughs> but they help me a lot. Believe me, a lot. So so what is Evelyn uh, doing right now, your daughter? She is in the college right now. <laughs> she is in the UBL. And she wants to be... A doctor or nurse, Mm -hmm. she don't know what kind of doctor yet, Mm -hmm. but she wants to involve her in medicine. And she is, she working and she is in school. Mm -hmm. I'm so proud for that. How did the Backside Learning Center, you know, assist your daughter in kind of the process and getting into college? They help her get the scholarship um, through the whole process. You know, mm-hmm. the and the many things like letters and yeah. and other things she needs to apply mm-hmm. for the college. She mm-hmm. graduated from uh, high school in 2020. 2020, yeah. That's uh, horrible for her. That was an awful she, year to go. Yeah. She don't had no prom, no nothing. Gosh. That's so sad for her. How what what was that like? Just to transition a little bit, working did you did you guys work at all on the track during that year in twenty twenty? Yeah, we did, but you know, very strict. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you know, you need to check the temperature every day in the morning using face mask, no matter what the weather. Mm-hmm. You know, in the summer time, 
It's a very hot, but we need to use the face mask. Yeah. That's horrible. Do you have any favorite memories uh, working at a Churchill Downs? Buenas memorias trabajando en Churchill Downs. It's lo mismo every day. It's the same every day, but you know, cada día es diferente. O sea, no es diferente, pero cada día se vive un día más. ¿Cómo se dice eso? Uh, most days are like the same. Some days yeah. are better than others. Sí. Uh-huh. Eso es lo que tra- trato de decir. Okay. Pero ¿cómo se va? ¿Cómo va? Every day is almost the same. Yeah. But. Some days. Some days better than another day. Yeah. Some days are better, better than, than others. others. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you talk a little bit more about like English classes and what other things you guys have participated, like specific like programming? ¿Cómo se dice? Yo estoy asistiendo con mi hija desde que empezaron el family program. So size since ever since, since the family program started my daughter and I have been like attending classes and have oh, been peito. <laughs> okay como asistir exactamente es attend attend yeah uh-huh. so could you elaborate on you know some of the other programs and just different things that you've been involved with um, at the BLC since the learning center began, my daughter and I, I haven't been there, like mm-hmm. in a family programs mm-hmm. or in some conversations, mm-hmm. things like that. Things like that, kind of like conversation partners where we have, yes. we usually pair up um, a primary kind of English speaker, a Spanish speaker, and then we kind of, it's a mutual learning of different languages. It's a pretty cool mm-hmm. um, experience. Yep. Um, so... So what is maybe a favorite memory you have? Maybe not just working at the track, but at uh, the BLC. Every time I can, I have a good time. They are a good and nice people. They make me laugh. <laughs> Were you making her laugh, Peyton? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we had good times in English class. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you want to talk a little bit more about English classes? Always they send me to the events class. Okay, I'm not ready for the classes. Your English is so good. It's not fluent like I want to speak English, but I'm trying. I mean, I've I've been trying to pick up on my Spanish, and it has been a very slow ride so far. But, I mean, your English, I think, is is very solid. Is there anything else you want to say? Yeah, is there anything? To thank you to the whole people working on the learning center. Bueno, aquí me han ayudado mucho. No solo en English classes. In many other things. Yeah. You know, and cuando fue el COVID, estuvieron ayudándonos mucho porque estuvimos mucho tiempo desempleados. Y estuvieron ayudando mucho con comida y otras cosas. Y eso se les agradece. Um, so, back there, um, Bertilla was saying, well, they, they helped me a whole lot, not only in English classes, with, but with other things. Um, she also said that when it was COVID in 2020, they were helping us, like, a whole lot. Uh, for a long while, we were unemployed, and they helped us with food and a lot of other things like that. 
All right. Thank you so much, Bertila, for joining the podcast. You've been really insightful and enlightening about what you do with the BLC, but also what you do with the track. So thank you so much for joining. Thank you for inviting me to talk to you about this. All right. I want to send a special thanks to Lauren, Bertila, and Peyton for joining this week's episode of the podcast. We were able to hear from Lauren about kind of the history of the programming of the BLC and the different elements of the programming that kind of makes the BLC um, unique. And then we were able to hear from Bertila, who gave us her unique perspective as a woman on the track and her perspective of how the BLC um, has been a great support to her and her daughter. Uh, A reminder for our listeners, if you want to learn more about our organization and our mission or learning about different opportunities to become involved, whether it be volunteering or donating or potential working opportunities, you can visit www.backsidelearningcenter.org. I want to thank you all again for listening, and I hope you all have a great rest of your day.